September 25th, Success Without God, Ezekiel chapter 27. Can we achieve true success without God? Many have believed so, but God expects us to eventually recognize and acknowledge His role in all of our achievements, as He has so often generously opened doors of favor and opportunity for us. Two biblical writers foretell the ultimate demise of two mighty maritime trading nations, nations that had it all. The Old Testament prophet Ezekiel described the coming fall of the ancient island of Tyre in what is now Lebanon, and Jesus' apostle John later predicts the future downfall of a mysterious nation referred to as Babylon the Great in the New Testament book of Revelation. The island fortress of Tyre fell 200 years after Ezekiel's writing. While John's prophecy about the symbolic about symbolic Babylon has yet to be fulfilled almost 2,000 years later, what was the reason for the Lord's judgment against these two great merchant nations? Among other reasons, it seems that accumulating great wealth and power without ever acknowledging the blessings of a mighty God is one of the contributing factors. The leaders of both these nations were arrogant and proud, having gained their abundant wealth through a global trading network, which also enriched their trading partners. These giants possessed all the luxuries of the world at their fingertips, yet they failed to ever acknowledge the God who made it all possible, and they even worked in opposition to him. Tyre was arrogant enough from their success to believe that they were not only humans, but gods. There was a serious problem in their perspective. As the prophet Ezekiel wrote in Ezekiel 28, The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, say to the leader of Tyre, The Lord God says this, Because your heart is haughty, and you have said, I am a god, I sit in the seat of gods in the heart of the seas, Yet you are immortal and not God, although you make your heart like the heart of God. By your great wisdom, by your trade, you have increased your riches, and your heart is haughty because of these riches. Therefore, this is what the Lord God says, because you have made your heart like the heart of God, therefore, behold, I am going to bring strangers against you, the most ruthless of the nations, and they will draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom and profane your splendor. Ezekiel 28, verses 1 through 2. And five through seven. Ezekiel also described the laments of the merchants who would witness Tyre's destroyed state and no longer be able to enrich themselves from their trading partnership. In reading from Ezekiel twenty seven, all who handle the ore, the seamen, and all the sailors of the sea will come down from their ships. They will land up, stand on the land. They will make their voice heard over you and cry out bitterly. They will throw dust on their heads. They will wallow in ashes, and they will shave themselves bald for you and put on sackcloth. And they will weep for you in bitterness of soul, with bitter mourning. Moreover, in their wailing, they will take up a song of mourning for you and sing a song of mourning over you. Who is like Tyre, like her, who is silent in the midst of the sea? When your merchandise went out from the seas, you satisfied many peoples with the abundance of your wealth and your merchandise. You enriched the kings of the earth. Now that you're broken by the seas and the depths of the waters, your merchandise and all your company have fallen in the midst of you. All the inhabitants of the coastlands are appalled at you, and their kings are horribly afraid. They have a troubled look. The merchants among the peoples hiss at you. You have become terrified, and you will cease to be forever. Ezekiel 27, verses 29 to 36, New American Standard Bible. In the New Testament book of Revelation, the Apostle John gives a very similar vision of the fate of another future world merchant referred to as Babylon the Great. Its destruction would also cause much grief to its trading partners. Reading from Revelation chapter 18, 
We're getting very near the end of the Bible with that chapter. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn over her, because no one buys their cargo anymore. Cargo of gold, silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every article of ivory, every article made from very valuable wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, perfume, frankincense, wine, olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, cargo of horses, carriages, slaves, and human lives. The fruit you long for has left you, and all things that were luxurious and splendid have passed away from you, and people will no longer find them. The merchants of these things who have become rich from her will stand at a distance because of the fear of her torment, weeping and mourning, saying, Woe, woe, the great city, she who was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour such great wealth has been laid waste. And every shipmaster and every passenger and sailor and all who make their living by the sea stood at a distance and were crying out as they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like the great city? And they threw dust on their heads and were crying out, weeping and mourning, saying, Woe, woe, the great city in which all who had ships at sea became rich from her prosperity, for in one hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you saints and apostles and prophets, because God has pronounced judgment for you against her. Revelation 18, verses 11 through 20, New American Standard Bible. What are the lessons for us from these two severe divine judgments? One of it is that it is vitally important for us to acknowledge the protection, care, and favor of our Creator, no matter our level of success, especially when we have success. It is common for those who achieve success to take full personal credit for their good fortune. After all, much hard work, sweat, and toil has gone into it. Often long hours of sacrifice, perseverance, and study have been required to even begin to achieve and maintain some measure of success. More hardships are endured to build up a business or a nation of businesses to obtain ever-increasing wealth and riches. Why not be proud of all the work that went into these endeavors, especially when the results are bountiful enough to create an overflow of wealth that is shared with one's partners around the globe? The important ingredient that is often missing is humility. Being humble rather than proud means acknowledging the contributions of God in our lives as well as our own efforts. We're easily tempted to overlook the divine provision, protection, and opportunity that came to us, which allowed us to achieve our best. Support for our achievements may have come from family or friends who supported us with food, shelter, and a loving environment of encouragement. Education has often been available to us through the hard work of our teachers and mentors, leading to successful personal growth and employment opportunities. Even in the hardest of times, God has always made a way for us to survive and even thrive, coming through our challenges stronger and wiser thanks to His supporting hand and favor. In Luke 12, Jesus told a parable about a rich man whose most recent agricultural harvest was prolific, much larger than his current barns could hold. Congratulating himself on his accomplishment, he planned to tear down his barns to build bigger ones to handle the incoming bounty, then planned to sit back to personally enjoy all his hard-earned riches, eating and drinking in merriment. But in Jesus' parable, the man did not realize that he was about to die that evening, taken by God. He was rich in a wealth that he could never enjoy and poor towards the things that are important to God. God does not condemn honest and fairly gain wealth. In fact, only he makes such blessings possible. Rather, all he asks is that those who do receive these blessings from his hand remember to acknowledge him, the giver of all good things, and to share of the bounty with those without, to his glory and for the growth of his kingdom. In this way, we can enjoy every blessing which may come our way, sharing our success back with God. 
Reflection. How do you define success? Has God made contentment possible in your life? Are you satisfied in Him and the gifting He has given you? Let us pray. Father God, thank you for the countless blessings you have given us. Thank you also for bringing us safely through all of our trials and hardships. Grant us your protection and favor and help us to always remember and acknowledge your gracious gifts and miracles. Grant us the good things we seek that are in line with your perfect will for us, helping us to be satisfied, whatever your answer is, to our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord today.